This is the Reading Aloud Podcast. I'm Marisol Collette. And I'm Adam Collette. And you love us because we love you. We sure do. And let's get to today's conversation. (laughs) So we resolved a fight quickly this morning. Wrapped it up. I mean, it wasn't really a fight, but it was like a, it was an ouchie. And I think we resolved it pretty quickly. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go ahead and call that a win on my part. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I I love it. It was a win. A win on your part for like not getting super upset or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a win for you because you didn't get your feelings hurt and disappear into the abyss for six years. But... (laughs) Okay, or what's your, what's the longest you've disappeared? Six years, probably. <laughs> My big thing was that I was really aware. I was really aware. I made conscious decisions. My goal was to get us back to equanimity, not have my feelings. Right, right, right. Yeah. Which I think you're really good at. I've continually worked at my ability to move through my reactions. And I know you're saying similar thing, but like my reactions are kind of like explaining defensiveness, saying, oh, if you just understood this or this, like all of that came up for me and I was able to breathe through it, honestly, and just let it uh, compost in my system. Love the reference. I think you're really good at breathing through things. I think that sometimes you you harbor them. You're like, I'm breathing through, but really you're just stewing. Is that what happens? Because I think then you do this all the time. You're good at compost. I think a lot of times the times that you say that I disappear is me attempting to do that. I harbor it for a little longer, but I will always move through it. So then what is your big, what's your big growth is what you're saying? Oh, what I'm saying is I'm just getting better at it. And this time felt different. I'm deepening in. I feel like I reached another level of being able to just listen and process. This through. time? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So the reason we were okay is because it was you who's been the problem this whole time. Always, always. Because I was trying to own it, but now I'm done owning it. And for some reason, I'm mad. Wait, I thought we both did a good job. That's what we were talking about. I'm trying to both support us. If you could see Adam right now, his face just got beat red in a matter of seconds. You were like, oh, shit, I'm in trouble. I said something wrong. (laughs) Is that what happened? I mean, you got beat red. I I mean, in a way, yeah. I'm not really mad. It's not mad like you really said something. It's mad just like, like I've tried to be nice, but I can't really actually be nice for that long. So I was like, that was, I was nice for too long and I'm done. Now I just want you to be wrong all the time. That's where I feel most comfortable. Yeah. It, uncomfortably comfortable. Well, I think most people feel comfortable when other people are wrong and they're right. That's a default for most people, right? Are you just going to spend all of 2024 like zenning us? No. I'm definitely more comfortable. No, it, if I'm it doesn't right. matter. If, no, I'm not saying that you don't do it. I'm just saying that you always understand things and explain things really well. <laughs> Hey, we've talked about it. I'm coming back to being Adam. I'm being the Adam that you originally fell in love with. Like I'm I'm that amazing person and I'm going to continue to crush that. Great segue. I do want to also say that for the past as long as you haven't been Adam, you have been this wisdom keeper when I'm like, why is all this? And you're like, well, this is why. And I'm like, how do you know that? And you're, that's my raft guide answer, but it's not, it's deep wisdom. So I'm really excited to hear more of that as Adam returns. (laughs) Adam returns.
Church. <laughs> the Return of Adam. Yeah. It's like yeah. the Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, is there any comparison? I don't know anything about Star Wars. Uh, is it in space? There's, there's probably some, yes, in space. <laughs> Reference? Yeah. Well, Adam explains I mean, Star Wars. I mean, no, it's, well, I mean, it's on planets. We're all, we're in space now. Wait, Everything's you in just, space. Hold on, hold the phone. You just blew my mind. <laughs> I don't think about that very often. <laughs> we we're, are in space. Yeah, we're in we're, outer space? Yeah, totally. Well, what's inner space? I don't know. Ooh, loud. Um, somebody's got an answer for that. Everything is in, is somewhere, right? Oh Lord, we just lost a, a, all of our all of our listeners. Just no. exited. No. Well, I just. I'm just saying at, the Earth is a planet. I know, but I know? was just saying that when something's outer space, there has to be an inner space. I guess the inner space is where you're measuring space from, maybe. So therefore, inner space is. So we're not in outer of space. Origin. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. This is going to be a, a 2024 is going to be a science podcast. Ooh, <laughs> we're going to switch to science. <laughs> I used to be really good at science and totally math. love it. I never was never good at the. I was pretty good at science. I liked science a lot more than I liked English. Yeah, well, despite my <laughs> despite my magnificent enormous vocabulary. Ooh, double big. <laughs> it's a double big. Yes, I know this, um, but that's the best. Okay, so Return of Adam. Said this already before, but I'm gonna say it again. Sure. I knew you were gone, and it was really hard for me. Okay. I want to be careful. I hear that. I hear you completely, and I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I just want to be careful with the narrative that then we start, like, feeding. Which is? That I was, quote-unquote, gone. I don't know. And, and maybe that's just my vulnerability or uncomfortable with vulnerable like speaking up so i acknowledge that that potentially is but i just got that hit i'm also hyper aware sometimes of like leaning into something that you lean into it and then you actualize it you look back and like that's the story that was told so that's what it you know that's how it was remembered and i don't know there was a lot that went on in the past three and a half years so I hear you. And I also know that you don't like to black and white think. And so there's this Adam's here, Adam's gone thing that's just too blanketed and black and white. I also potentially could have done a little more setup because it came off as very cavalier, what I said, but it was very vulnerable for me to say that. Mm -hmm. And it is also very true. Mm -hmm. And I told you this already, and I don't talk about it. When you're talking about this return of self, this like return of essence of self mm -hmm. in a new form, because we're always growing and changing. I don't sit around and say every time like, welcome back or anything like that, or yeah, missed ya or anything. Like I just listen to you and celebrate your joys in it. And I don't give a lot of like feedback on it, but I, it's true for me. And I had many, 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 many moments that I talked myself through it. And the things that I would say to myself were, am I missing something? Is this what a relationship that lasts this long? Is this a natural thing? Is this an aging process? And also, I've changed. And then also thinking like, well, we get to love each other through all the changes. 
And then for a long time was just like, this is a season. This is a season of life. And I get to love him through all the seasons, just like you have loved me through many difficult seasons. But it was long and it isn't an all or nothing. And I started this whole podcast out by saying, you're like, Adam's coming back with the wise comments. And I was like, no, you have literally held wise That's comments. That's true. You did the say, yeah, I hear time. that. There's mm. never, yeah. Whatever you're talking about, I recognized and have recognized yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's true. And, and I appreciate you saying that. And I, I don't think you're wrong in necessarily. I just, I guess I'm just a little, I'm more aware of language. I guess the word gone isn't sitting super mm-hmm. well. Now, difficult. It was a very difficult time for me and, uh, you know, several years. And it was a very kind of wandering. Like, I think I lacked a lot of purpose during that time in many aspects of my life. There were some things that really grounded me through that time. I rely a lot in my life on motivating myself through my successes and my accomplishments. So I think there's a part of me that's like, there's definitely a part of myself that's like speaking up being like, yo, what's up? You navigated through a pregnancy and, and raised a, you know, a, a baby and an infant with, of course, in the family and like did all these things during this time. Gone doesn't sit right. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you launched a business, you did a ton of cool projects. You navigated some very, very, very difficult situations and it took its toll, 100%. So, but no, for one, you have said it started before all that and the fertility journey is part of it. You talk about 2019. I was feeling more 2018 because there were some low times there. But what I experienced was, and we don't have to just have this like spotlight on you because I think this is a great conversation about change over time. But what I experienced is whenever you would do the things that you loved the most, like when you took your solo trip down the Buffalo River and when you started started your business and when you would take trips with your men's groups and when you had big wins and successes and were in the media through the organization that you work for, so many things about Neo, I would see these glimmers of just like juice. And when I first met you, you were just juicy all the time. Not a lot slowed down your juice, even on weeks on end of Dull, like quote unquote, like dullness. It didn't have to be big events. You just had this like juice about you. And the thing that we, I have kept saying is if we have a second child, what's going to happen? Because sleeplessness and all these things takes a toll on people, but I don't think you're going to lose that juice. My sense is, is that there is a reclamation happening for you of the essence of who you are. When people meet you, from, you know, 2018, 2019 until now, they're freaking in love with you. People love you. But as an insider, it was like juice was kind of like coffee. When you drank it, you juiced. Does this make sense? I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I guess I feel like I'm trying to explain the very thing that you've been explaining to me. And you're right. I've got, I, I shouldn't even have said gone. And I don't mean gone. I just mean that the like flowiness of you that was always flowing. Yeah. But it, in stressful times in the future, I don't think it's going to be the same. I'm with you. I, I hope not. You know, I want to be careful of expectations, but yeah, I hope not. Yeah. I have no expectation that it's going to be one way or another. I just don't 
we we know it's each other. It's a sense. It's a feeling. It's a yeah. We know each other so well. I'm with but, you. The, but the reason I say that is to say, like, I agree. Like, I, I had the lowest years of my life after Neo was born, and or year in particular. And so, you know, I had this same thing of, like, babe, you carried so much of the, the heavy lifting. I did heavy lifting in my body and my heart and my mind. You did phys- heavy lifting physically and then sleeplessness and all that. So I never thought you should be thriving. In fact, when you were doing a lot of the amazing things you were doing during that time, I was like, how are you actually doing all of this at once? But I'm just saying that to say, like, I don't think it was just having a baby and sleepless nights and the pregnancy. What do you attribute it to? Just that? Because then I'm worried that if we have another baby, it's going to happen again, is what I'm saying for both of us. I think it was a couple of things. On a big scale, I think it started to like fade a little bit. You know, I mean, you saying 2018, that feels like ancient, feels like so much has happened since then. But I feel like for me, we're underselling the fact that you were going through an extremely difficult time. Let's call it from like we were going through pregnancy and then from like 2021 to 2022 to his first birthday, April to April. I'm holding that space and, you know, and holding the space for taking care of an infant. And that was also the probably one of the most intense periods of difficulty for me. It intensified a little bit through 22, but like that was most of the intense period. Really, really focus behind the scenes intensity at work for me the rug was being pulled out from under me from a career and and a, and a profession that I had been doing for 15 years. And I didn't have the mental space of through sleep deprivation. I was trying to get other jobs and I kept not getting them and not doing well in interviews. And I mean, all of that was happening in that time. But babe, but I feel like you're trying to justify the environment and the context. Like you started by saying this 2019, that's before all that, but those all those factors just completely enhanced it. I I give full credit. I don't undersell any of that. I give full credit. Yeah, no. I I think that there was something deeper. I mean, I think I say all that is because like there's something about like identity or like kind of true self that had been like fading and then those things all added onto it yeah it was underlying of all that those were just factors it was an identity thing you know it was a understanding myself and it was I also feel like it was a beginning of a really healthy transformation when you're cleaning out a closet sometimes you mess it all up to put it back together and I feel like there was that was the beginning of it that was the beginning of some real deep self-work and it took me through all those experiences and it took me those years to really navigate mm-hmm. you know that stuff and so yeah. what do you think was the kicking off point because I often worried it was me I felt like those were some of the other thoughts I had. I was like, have I just, am I too serious? Have I just... Well, I think our our relationship was an inspiration in a way. No, I mean that I was, that I had taken something from you, that I was a burden and, you know, I had cancer. And then, of course, I was not well after Neo was born. And I just felt like I had stolen this juice. 
no, I don't think it's like you personally. I think all those things are a factor, right? All those things weigh into it. But again, those are just life. Those things happen consistently. Even when I was operating at whatever had my juice, like I still had very difficult things happening in my life. And so I'm not saying like none of it mattered, but like, and it wasn't the reason, but I think overall it was me transitioning into a new phase of life, a new phase of myself and figuring out how to navigate that because I think I was pretty stubborn in a lot of ways of holding on to kind of the life that I had or who I was. And so there was a a big release of that. And that was very difficult for me. Mm -hmm. Meaning before we met? Or around the time we met or just how I saw myself and how I showed up in the world. You know, I think there was a lack of... But why did you have to release that? There's a transition, you know, there's a new phase, there's a maturity level and not in like a less fun level. I had to be more attuned. I mean, we've talked about that. I know. There's there's really more conversation to this, but I don't know if you're comfortable having it. Sure. You know, we met in 2014. We got married in 2016. We're talking about 2019, if we're going by your timeline. That's five years. You were off the dating scene after we decided to become serious. So that life, we traveled, but like everything was happening as a couple. You weren't, you know, going to festivals. It had all changed by 2014. 15 probably. Yeah, the, I think the activities the, changed. The, the things that I'm doing. But what can, happened in 2019? But there isn't like a, a moment. But like you a, said you were letting go of identity. And I'm just curious after five years, what it was that. I mean, I think you just like, it's just getting older and our lives began to settle a little bit more. I mean, we took that amazing month long sabbatical in 2019 That was such, such an amazing trip. And I think that there were some commitments there. I don't know if you remember, like, the cards that we were pulling and the commitments we were making to really work on myself, to really dive deep and work on myself. I feel like it was done not in a way of, like, I'm screwing up my life or something. I've got to be a new person kind of change. It was, like, I really want to, like elevate up level who I am Mm -hmm. and it was that kind of inspiration the hard truth of all that is is it's not all roses Mm -mm. it's not all flowers when you start to say I want to become a better person when I want to be up level my life all of a sudden it gets really difficult and Mm -hmm. things come up that you don't want to deal with Mm -hmm. that you haven't dealt with Mm -hmm. that because you've been just sailing on one level it's been easy because you've been comfortable in how to navigate it and how Mm -hmm. to bury it and how to work around it or whatever Mm -hmm. but then when you try to reach another i don't know the right language do you think i've been through this before in my life I think you've been through it before in your life, yeah. And I think I'll go through it again in my life too. And, you know, I'm sure you will as well. And it's not like I this... think I did that in my 20s big time. Yeah, I think you did too. I think you did too. And I didn't in, in many ways. It's not that you don't have more experiences or grow up or learn lessons. I don't know. There was something deeper there for me. It was like a real maturation of self mm-hmm. rather than just gaining life experience. So this is the first time I... Am hearing it like this and understanding it in this way, and that what that did was it took so. This is this is how I am then interpreting it. So correct me if I'm wrong. It took so much energy. The shift was, you know, it's 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 a slow shift because we don't change overnight. But it was slow, and so there were there was like you said some stubbornness or resistance. There was some hard awakenings. Then we layer on everything that happened, which is insanity. Like 
fertility and IVF and all the things and my, you know, real struggle after Neo was born and then lots of things that were kind of both of us and me. But I hear you that there was like the, you you know, you're little by little uncovering things that you have to look at. It doesn't feel good. So then there's a stepping back and then there's a stepping forward and all of that. And that it also took a lot of energy. So maybe the juice was being plugged in somewhere else. Like your energy was being funneled elsewhere. Yeah. For me, the thing that I felt was just a seriousness about you. That was the biggest way I would define the juice. And when I say gone, I just felt that carefree or buoyancy that you had where life was magic all the time. I felt that was really hidden. And that is exactly what is back, coming back. It's just a a joy because you've had struggles. Well, you can to- return. That's the return to self thing because it's hard to lean into that when you're doing deep work on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to say like, oh, I'm still who I am. And you'll always be actually who you are. Is your heart and your mind and your soul giving you the freedom to do so? Aside from Neo, the first year of his life, do you feel like I have changed significantly? Oh, that's a big question. I don't know. Jumps out to me as like, yes, but then in the way that we're talking about change, I don't know. I'd have to really think about it. Like a big yes isn't jumping out for me. Mm -hmm. I think that you came in having done that and we've talked about that a lot. And you've kind of like talked about that and drawn from that a lot in our relationship and conversations in a good way. But, you know, I think we're talking about something also slightly different. It's those crow's feet. Those crow's feet. Which I value so much in the both of us. It's the thing that I think defines that Why people think we're brother and sister. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, how is it that you are twice my height, you have blue eyes, you have brown hair, you have really well-groomed eyebrows that are natural all the things oh, thank you, you have I didn't a, know you thought that oh you have great eyebrows you have uh, jasmine eyes so they tilt and turn and i have big powerpuff girl eyes the big <laughs> which nobody talks about how big my eyes are anymore so something has changed uh-huh. whenever i see there's like a it's not on zoom but it's another when a couple of programs when i'm doing interviews on virtual interviews that they, it flips it the other way and i'm horrified that my part is not centered in my hair i'm like how do i not see that and i have one eye that lives about a half inch lower than the other do you see that no you don't know about my eye that lives below the other eye no i've never met the downstairs eye <laughs> it's well you're looking at it <laughs> nice to meet you i think it would be your le- this one Oh, so you see it now. Well, if, if I'm but like But I wonder guessing. if you're seeing it from the side that I then see it from on the thing. Like, Yeah, I mean, I guess it I would be this one. Yeah, I know. I know. The, never seen that before. It's now you will never unsee it. It's not a half an inch. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's um I saw I saw a thing the other day where like a car was driving like slightly sideways mm-hmm. and it was like this dude's driving in italics. <laughs> in italics. That's, that is how right no yeah. faces definitely get into italics yeah okay so aside from our crow's feet i think it's a slow drip on my reflections on this because i, th- I don't want to i don't want to make you self-conscious i don't want you to think that like i've just spent every day thinking about where's my husband who i met back in 2014 that's not it but i did have lots of 
thoughts about how different I felt like that essence piece was. You shared them with me. But recently. Well, no, during the time too. Hmm. Often in a lot of our conversations, I mean, you would share, I mean, maybe not those exact words, Mm -hmm. but you would share that for Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. I heard it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let me just say, I think that you also experienced some transformation in the first couple years that we met. I think you just added several incredible layers to who you were, you know, your mysticism stuff and all that. I guess I really came in at that time. Yeah. And then you integrated that with who you are. Right. I think I was meaning more in the way that you, you know, like where I had to, where my energy got drawn somewhere else. I think my life is vastly different than in what it was when I met you. But I think it's around, I'm not as impulsive. I'm a lot more open hearted. I have a bigger view of the world. Like they're all things that involve calming down and coming into myself and not joy, but well, joy in the true sense of the word, joy and peace and amazingness, but not that. I think my hard transformative years were when I was in my 20s, the ones where I was just a a really searching identity, Mm -hmm. like you're Mm -hmm. talking about. Mm -hmm. And for me, I didn't feel like I could find it. I just hope it feels for you like I... You know, because in that time of you explaining some of it, like I did actually figure, like learn something brand new, Mm -hmm. but I didn't, for a minute there, I was like, does he feel like he has to explain why I knew all that? Again, I think I was just probably slightly triggered by you just saying when you were gone. And, you know, I think it's important for me also for you to just say like, okay, right, you weren't gone. You know, I think that that's... Yeah, I did. Yeah, no, I did. No, I know. Got it. I'm saying like that was important. For me for you to say don't that. edit that out natty <laughs> so so you know it's just like mm-hmm. that's just what i reacted to no and i i'm really sorry i said that yeah well i mean i probably use that language too i think it just came up for me in that moment but yeah, i appreciate but, that but i don't want that to be the the takeaway right that's what i was saying like i'm just cautious about how the what the narrative that's why it came up so totally i hear you i just wanted to sort of talk about change in relationships. I I really appreciate you talking about it from the perspective of, in particular, noting the cards that we pulled when we were in Montenegro, but there was a calling, like something will shift in a big way and that it was an identity piece. For sure. It helps me also. It gives me context. Yeah. And you saying things like there was some resistance to doing it at first and then there would be some unfolding and whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's any change, you know, you do it and then you feel like anything you're learning new, I feel like there's that kind of immediate, you learn a lot and you get good. You know, when people start a new skill or something, they learn a lot really fast and then you kind of plateau. And the difficult part is like breaking through that plateau because change happens slow and incremental. That's where the effort comes in. You know, where can what can we call your wise sage? Because I don't want to use words like wise sage. I don't want to use words like Zen and Buddhist. These are appropriated things. What can we call your I I call it wisdom keeper. But like, what's the name of your your like wise, your wise man, (laughs) the wise man, wise man. There's your wise man. Right. Aspiring Jesus. Uh, aspiring Jesus. I that's the <laughs> DJ name. I've been okay. So you've been you've got DJ Huckleberry Spin or Huck Spin. You've been called DJ Cheeseball, DJ Cheeseball, which I love. I really want you to be DJ Aspiring Jesus. 
It's so good. <laughs> and nobody else likes it as much as I do. It's a heavy thing to say. It's like you really take people back by saying it. But you're right. It's I still think it's cool once you actually think about it. Who are we if we're not taking people back? Everybody's like, ah, hug spin. It's so clever. Like, that is really it. That is your I'm just DJ. in my life. It, it's just like I'm tired of doing things that take people a long time to understand <laughs> sometimes. Well, welcome to your, this is who you are. You're right. a, yeah. Right. Neither of us are going to make the biggest, the big changes that we want in the world if we're holding back at all. Uh-huh. And I get it. You have to meet people where they're at, but I'm serious about this. I'm so tired of yeah, I mean, doing that's... anything that like, oh, everybody, I need more enough people to understand. Like, I, I don't give a shit. There's so many things yeah. that people understand. Well, there's also, yeah, of course. And, you know, you just trust that people get it. Like, that's part of trust and it's not egotistical. Or that and, you, you know. say words that have never been said before. You're really good at that. <laughs> and you're just, like, paving new grammatical paving ways. Paving new, vocabulary creating ways. new language, yeah. I also do want to say, I am nervous. There is a part of me, because it has been a little while, that I'm like, I hope this isn't a surge of clarity and excitement that then passes goes into a place of complacency so i i just you know kind of the opposite of you being like hey i don't want to have an expectation put on me but i I, you know there is a part of me that's realistic and it's like well i hope that this does last because this is who you are truly Mm -hmm. i hear that yeah I hear that, and thank you for expressing that. I mean, that's, you know, it's always there, mm-hmm. right? It's always there. The possibility of something being not what it should be or what it could be is always present in everything that we do. What's what's Wise Man's name, though? <laughs> I don't know. AJ. AJ. Oh, aspiring Jesus. <laughs> AJ. I'll never remember that because I'm no good at it, but I love it, AJ. Okay. Wink. WWAJ. WWAJD. AJD. AJS. Say, not do. All right. I love you. I love you too. Thanks for the conversation. Thanks for the conversation. Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.